start another three in what seven three games in seven day stretch here. Yeah. Um, any chance we see him this week? Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's doing great. I mean, part of us holding him out of that week of All Star, not holding him out, but him not being a part of the All Star and, and LAFC was to give him that time to recover. He's trained all week uh, with the group, um, and he's you know he's done well. He feels good, looks good, so uh, he'll be available this week, and we'll try to work together with him and and make sure that we create the right the right loads and schedule just to get through this really busy week, but we want to see as much of them as we as we can without, you know, putting him in a tough situation, but uh, he'll be ready to go. And, and, and then you look at the guys who are headed back for from international duty, will, will anybody be available for Saturday? Or I know they're coming from all, all over the world, really. Yeah, um, I mean, we have different different variables that, that are going on with a few of the guys. Some is just travel distance. Uh, some is vaccinations and whether guys are vaccinated or not. And if they arrive back and aren't vaccinated, then they, they'll obviously have quarantines that they'll have to fulfill. Um, some of the guys will be ready and we're just going to find out where they're at kind of physically uh, upon their arrival and, uh, and then set up their minutes and their involvement according to kind of where we feel they are and where they feel they are physically. So those variables apply for, for different guys. And so, um, you know, we, we suspect at least we'll get two or three back and available for Saturday and, and probably the remainder of the group as we move into next week. And one more, have you, have you been able to get accomplished what you wanted? During the international break? Yeah, well, I think we had we got some time to to work on some of the things that we talked about before. We did some defensive work and we broke some things down. And um, you know, you can't work on everything because you don't have everyone here. And so there's there's you know a group of guys who were able to benefit from the uh, the two weeks of of training that we had here and we're able to connect with each other and we're able to get through the things that we feel like we need to get through but we still have like we said six or so guys who were off uh and just just you know they were playing and they were doing things that are going to help them physically keep moving along and all that kind of stuff but they were disconnected from our group over those six days so but we were we were pleased with what we were accomplished i was really pleased with the intensity and and the work of the guys um and yeah, we, now we look forward to get back out, play again, see where we're at, and, and keep building from there. All right, thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, next, we'll go to Larry Morgan. Hi, Greg, long time no see. Yeah, Larry, how are you? Good, thank you. Uh, I got a two-part question. One, you know, the, the, uh, the Galaxy have had their share of problems playing in Colorado over the years, and certainly they aren't the only MLS team who has struggled on the road against that team. What makes that such a difficult place to play? Is it such the altitude, or is it more than that? And two, you're going to be facing your old friend again, Robert. Um, yeah. How difficult is that when a good friend of yours is right down the sideline, who's like only feet from you down the sideline? Yeah, I mean, first thing to, uh, as it relates to Colorado, I, yeah, I think, you know, when as it relates to playing away games in this league, it's challenging just in general. I think this is a tough league in terms of road uh, road competition just because of the travel, the timing of the travel in many occasions. Uh, sometimes it's the proximity of games. And then you add something unique in Colorado, which is you know over 6,000 feet of altitude that uh, the guys don't typically get to see. You kind of see it in this one-off or, or in RSL, you see some version of it, 4,000 feet. But you don't see it all the time, and it's... 
And it certainly has an impact in the game, and it certainly has, uh, you know, um, guys go through that physical sort of stress that they don't norm they're not used to, and you just got to kind of work through it and power through it. And uh, in Colorado, especially, I think with Robin and, and some of the coaches along the way, they know they know how to use that to their benefit and and how to make the game difficult. And then you know they try to obviously to to pour it on a little bit down the stretch when the teams are are maybe just feeling it a little bit more than normal. So. Um, you know, I think it's it's just one of those places in our league that's a, it's a challenging place to play. On top of, a, of the league already being challenging with the road game, the road uh, the road games and all that. So, uh, as it relates to Robin down the sideline, difficult. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's difficult. I think it's interesting because I think a little bit of each of us is in each other's head. You know, in terms of what might happen next or what he might do based off of what we're seeing, and some of that goes on, but. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy playing against his teams. I'm sure vice versa. We always know there's going to be, um, as we said before, something to, to think about. Uh, I thought our group played quite well against them in the last game. We made some mistakes that we can't mistake, or can't make, and we gave up goals that we just we can't give up. But through stretches of the game, I thought we had pretty good control of the game. I thought we had momentum going forward, and you know, we had a couple chances to go up 2-1, and then we turn around and give away the second goal on the other side. And so. Um, you know they're they're obviously on a great run. They have a lot of confidence. They've been rolling, and momentum is huge in our league. And they have it have it on their side. And so, uh, you know, we've got to go to a tough place to play and try to dis disrupt their momentum and and you know find a positive way to to get a result. And for us, part of that is just it's just not shooting ourselves in the foot. You know, on the on the defensive side of things and and uh, being better there, which is obviously stuff we addressed over the last couple of weeks. And hopefully, we've made some progress in that uh, in that way. Can we, uh, any friendly wager between you two in the return match? Or? No, you know, we talked a lot leading up to the last game, and I think we've just iced each other out this game. No, no talking going into it. We'll see how that one, how this one plays out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Friend. All right, yeah. Uh, next we'll go to Katya. Thanks. Hi, Greg. Hi, Katya. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about Javier and what are your expectations. I mean, I know he's not just going to, uh, pick up where he left off, but what have you seen in training? And also, how are you planning on, on working the, that relationship with the John, especially after what we saw from him in, in the last game? Yeah, I think, you know, as it relates to Javier, uh, obviously physically trying to get him to full fitness, full match fitness, sharpness, getting him integrated into the team. We were you know, we we found a way to kind of play 11 v 11 this week. Uh, it was nice. Javi scored a couple goals, and you know, which is nice. Anytime you're a striker, regardless of who you're playing against or how, when you score a goal, it, it gives you the right sensation and the right feeling. And uh, so it was good to have him um, get those goals. Um, you know, with he and Dayon, they they played together some in in that match, and we're looking at them at times as being a partnership. At times. Uh, you know, we'll use them to spell each other in different ways. And so, um, you know, as we set up this game, again, as we get him back, now we have Dayon here and other options. It's trying to get these relationships uh, working together and, and in sync, and it gives us dif different options and different ways to approach things. And it also, it also just gives us, uh, in some ways, you know, more firepower if we come off the bench with, with one or the other because we don't feel like we can do it together at some time. So, um, so there's, a, there's a lot of a lot of opportunity. But there, there are two smart players who playing together the other day were, uh, were pretty clever at reading off of each other and, and, um, and getting chances on goal. So it's definitely something that we're, we're looking into, whether it be this weekend or as, as Javi begins to progress in his fitness and all that. 
uh, it will be something that we'll see at some at some point. Uh, we have time for one more question from Greg. Uh, next, we'll go to Tio Garcia. Hey, Greg. Uh, great yep. to see you. I know it's, it's, you it's been spent some time. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to ask along the lines of the same thing that, that Katya asked. Um, but let, let's talk about the World Cup qualifying. What have you right. made of, of the U.S. men's national team uh, with these three games? Yeah, I think... Uh, you know, I, World Cup qualifying is challenging, you know, and, and doesn't matter. Uh, I give it, I take it from the perspective of a guy who used to play in the World Cup qualifying and used to play these games in, in El Salvador and Panama and, and these places are difficult to play. And, and, uh, and sometimes the game doesn't look exactly like you want it to look like and you can't be super ideological about the approach and, uh, it's a grind and you know uh, as I said to my kids and I'm watching it it's sometimes you go out there and you play and you feel like you're in the twilight zone and you can't be trying to do too many things too cute you just got to work you got to outwork the opposition you got to play forward you got to force the opposition to to make some mistakes uh, not be the team that makes mistakes on these tough days and you know I thought um, you know in El Salvador it, it, again just putting the opposition under more pressure in front of their goal, putting balls in front, across the face of the goal, doing things, playing forward more and not worrying about, you know, holding it too much. Things like that, I think, is what this team needs to develop some of that, that uh, continue to develop some of that, that brand of, of sort of relentlessness, if you will, to, to play these difficult games on the road. It, it's not going to be pretty. It's just got to be effective. And... You know, when you come home, you can do some of that stuff probably, and you can you can be uh, you know play a little bit more of that way. But I thought, you know, to round it out, I thought in the second half of the game against Honduras, it just became a real workmanlike approach. They played forward, they created up, they created chances in front of the goal, they whipped some crosses in. Pepe was fantastic with his first finish. He, they create a mistake again. The ball kept going forward. They create a defensive mistake. Pepe makes a great decision to square it across the goal for Aronson. Uh, I thought the you know the midfielders and the group that they came in just started to outwork the opposition and and because of that they created their opportunities and they created their own luck and they turned the game uh, you know into a different way and I I, I enjoyed the second half I thought I, for me I think that's how the team's going to get through qualifying especially in these difficult challenging places to play and then again when they're at home and a little bit more comfortable in the right scenarios you can you can do some of the other things maybe that uh that the team wants to continue to build on uh towards a world cup or whatever but it's a grind no matter how you like however you want to call it in Concacaf, regardless of what how good you think the other team is or anything it is a grind it is a challenge and uh, it's a competition first and foremost i thought i think they found that in the second half and and that's why they tied turn and it's a huge three points a uh, huge three points they'll make them breathe a little bit easier as they as they go home for a few weeks and play in their clubs and, and come back to for the next round. It'll make it a, a lot clearer next round, next series of games now that they have five points instead of, say, three or two. Thank you. Yeah. Greg. All right. Thanks, everyone. Hey, Victor. How are you doing? Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Good. Um, just want to get your thoughts. You guys are coming up here, uh, 12 games left um, on the season. Uh, what's that next step this group needs to take that's going to set you up for the playoffs? Yeah, honestly, we have to go game by game. Still 12 games, like you said. It's a lot of games ahead. And we have a difficult stretch now that uh, we have, I think, six games in three weeks and a half or something like that. I ha we have four games away to two games at home. 
Now, uh, Saturday, we have uh, one of the toughest games for sure because Colorado is playing so, so good. We know each other very well for sure because of Robin and Greg. They were working together since many years. Then I think we have to be really focused for this game because it's going to be like a real playoff game. And I think if we can get the three points, we're going to be in these three, four uh, first places that we want to be. And what's the attitude been like in training? I mean, if you get so many guys away on international duty, but um, how has the intensity been for the guys who stay back? No, it's good. It's been a good uh, atmosphere. We are working really hard to, to get uh, the same uh, results we were getting before the stretch, before this break. And I think we were working really well. We were working a lot of things that uh, we must improve because the last games we didn't we didn't show our best, or maybe uh, we didn't deserve uh, what we expect. But I think we are in the good way. We miss a lot of guys, of course, but lucky also that we have many guys here. That uh, the defensive line, it's all of them. They are here, and we could work a lot of uh, things with them, and also for the attackers and. Tomorrow, I think we're going to have maybe a lot of the guys that they, they were away, uh, they're going to be back and then ready for Saturday. All right, thank you. Thank you. Uh, next, a little later, Morgan. Hi, Victor. Thanks for speaking with us. Hey, thank you. Um, I'd like to ask you about playing at Colorado, which historically has been a difficult place, not only for the Galaxy, but for all MLS teams. Yeah. Does it ever get any easier playing at altitude? Do you ever get used to it, uh, know what to expect, know how to handle it? Yeah, it's difficult to handle. Uh, you know what you expect for sure because it's going to be difficult to breathe. It's going to be difficult to manage a lot of uh, situations during the game. And you never get used. Uh, you get used when you are playing in there like every couple of weeks, like every week, like Colorado is doing, Salt Lake is doing. When I was doing in Mexico too with uh, Cruz Azul, for me at the beginning it was so tough to, to get used to that. But it's only 90 minutes. I think if you are well prepared, I think you can do it because it's just 90 minutes. You have to be intelligent about manage some kind of situations, maybe not to press all the time 90 minutes because you're going to be tired or you're going to uh, struggle a bit more. And we have to be focused on all these things. But I think we are a pretty uh, big group that we have like 16, 17, 18 players that we can, all of, the, all of us, we can uh, perform in a good way. And this, uh, it's on the hands of the staff. I think they're going to manage as good as possible. But the guys that we start the game, we have to be really focused on to try to manage the situation as good as possible. And the guys that uh, can come in after the, to keep the same level. I'd like to ask you about Javier. You know, you've seen him in training, especially the last couple of weeks, as he gets closer to returning. How close does he look? I mean, is he ready to go? Yeah, I think uh, Chicha is doing well. The last couple of weeks that we had the break, I think he's improving a lot. He's feeling much, much better. Of course, he's not a, at uh, his 100%. But uh, you, can, you can see uh, when Chicha is back on the training, the feelings are good. Uh, it's, uh, it's easy to play with him. I think he's ready to be back on Saturday. This depends on uh, Greg uh, and also uh, on Chicha's. Uh, we'll see how he feels. But always to have uh, Javier back, it's, it's fine for the team. And I think it's going to be really helpful for this, uh, for this uh, last stretch. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Uh, next, we'll go to Gio Garcia.
Hey, Victor, good to see you. Hey, um, thank you. Obviously, I know, I know Damien had mentioned there's about like 12 games left. Um, how, how do you feel with these games? Because um, obviously, you guys, you guys, you're a big uh, presence in the midfield and what you do. Um, you know, sometimes you, you came off the bench, sometimes, you, you know, you started. Mm -hmm. But where do you see yourself for the, for the remainder of the season uh, and what you do in the midfield? Because I feel like the midfield is, is a big part of what you guys do. Yeah, like you said, uh, we are many guys on the midfielder, and I think Greg and the staff, they are managing the situations really good. Uh, they, they, are, uh, they, they always talk to us, how we feel, how we, how, how we, how, or how we would like to, to, to be on the games. Uh, I think uh, we are managing the situations very well. I think we have like many guys that they can step in and they can do the things at the same level or even better than the ones that the, they start the game. And for myself, I, I, I try to manage as good as possible. We are getting also more old. We have also guys that they are young, that they, they have maybe like this, like more power or more energy to bring in the team. And that's why we are sometimes uh, uh, starting the game. So sometimes we are start, uh, starting on the bench. And I think we are doing good. I think, like I said, we have a lot of uh, possi possibilities on the on the midfield, and I think the staff they are doing pretty well. And we have to to understand when we have to be on the start, we have to understand we, that we have to push, and when we are on the bench, we understand that we have to come in on the field to give something more. Thanks. We have time for a couple more questions. Next, we'll go to Nikki K. Hi, hi, Victor. Good to see you. Um, hi. What were your biggest takeaways from the last time you guys played Colorado? And, and all that was missing was was just a goal, uh, from what I remember, in, in terms of the responses from your coach and your teammates. How do you guys capitalize on that this time around? Yeah, I think uh, in the game here at home in LA, we were better than them. Uh, of course, we deserve much more on that game. But like I said before, I think sometimes in football, when you deserve more, you didn't get nothing. When you deserve less, you get the result. But it was a pretty good game. I think we played good. At the beginning of the game, we struggled a bit with uh, these uh, counterattacks that they are uh, waiting for us. Because also, like I said, Robin and Greg, they know each other pretty well. Then Greg knows that they want to have the ball. Robin knows that we want to have the ball. And it's this kind of game, you know? And I think we were having the ball, but we didn't. Maybe we didn't create the chances that we want to because we didn't go maybe into the space that much. We were controlling the ball but not creating these chances. They create these counterattacks that it was really dangerous for us. They they got this penalty and then after that I think we were much better than them during all all the game. And I think we have to take that. We have to take this that when we are good with the ball and we have these guys running behind the defenders and created these kind of chances, we're gonna score goals and then be as strong as possible in the defensive side because we are missing that on the last games. And I think now we refocus on this break and we talk each other a lot that we have to be as a team and working the 11 guys or the 10 guys uh, as good as possible on the defensive uh, the, the, uh, defensive side and get the clean sheet because always we're going to score goals. We know we have a, a good guys in front that we always can score goals. Thanks, Victor. Good luck. Thank you. Uh, next we go to Katia. Victor, gusto saludarte. Igualmente, Katia. Eh, lo decían un poco, te lo preguntaban en inglés, pero preguntarte ya decía que Pani que Chicharito está listo para reaparecer. 
como lo has visto y cómo ha sido la dinámica, ¿no? De regreso, sobre todo en ofensiva, eh, que anotó dos goles, decía ahí en, en el partido que tuvieron eh, en la semana y además ahora con Dejan, esa dinámica, ¿no? ¿Cómo verse en cuanto a esas armas que va a tener el equipo en ofensiva? Pues bueno, como he dicho antes, eh, siempre es positivo tener a los jugadores de vuelta. Sabemos que, que Javier es un jugador muy importante para nosotros, nuestro máximo goleador, que los diez primeros partidos demostró estar a un nivel increíble. Luego, pues, por desgracia del fútbol siempre hay lesiones. Eh, le ha tocado pasar otra vez un trago amargo, que se ha perdido muchos partidos que no esperaba perderse, que nosotros tampoco esperábamos perder a nuestro pues, delantero referente tantos partidos. Sí que es cierto que han hecho una buena inversión con Dejan, que tenemos a otro delantero ahí disponible para cuando Chicha no esté o para jugar con los dos delanteros a lo mejor de inicio, nunca se sabe. Pero es bueno, es bueno tener gente, a la gente de vuelta, tener a todos los jugadores preparados para un partido tan importante como es Colorado y también para una semana complicada que tenemos otra vez de tres partidos, que va a ser muy duro otra vez con dos partidos fuera y uno en casa. Entonces... Como te digo, tener a Javier es eh, una alegría para todos, supongo que para el staff y para todos los compañeros y para el club. Y esperemos que esté al nivel que estaba para que nos dé esos goles y podamos volver a, a la senda del triunfo. Y una segunda, en el tema de, de esa mentalidad y esa fortaleza del grupo que en su momento se mencionó, ¿no? que había, faltaba mostrarlo en los partidos, ¿cómo ha servido también este tiempo para ir de, desarrollando esos detalles? Pues como te decía, estas dos semanas hemos trabajado muy duro, eh, sobre todo aspectos defensivos, porque como he dicho bien antes, teníamos a todos los defensas aquí y hemos podido trabajar muchas cosas eh, en ese aspecto, porque venimos pues, fallando bastante a nivel eh, colectivo en, en ese aspecto defensivo que estamos concediendo muchos goles, pero la mentalidad y la energía en el grupo es muy buena. Eh. Tenemos un grupo increíble, como muchos jugadores han dicho y como yo también dije al principio, es una familia de verdad donde no hay egos, donde no hay nadie que se que se desvíe en ningún momento del camino y eso es lo importante. Hemos tenido un periodo que a lo mejor no hemos tenido los resultados que queríamos, pero esta liga es así, es muy competitiva. Ahora todos los equipos están luchando por tener un, un, un puesto en los playoffs, se va acercando el final de temporada, entonces todo se va apretando. Pero yo creo que la energía es muy buena y si sacamos tres puntos el sábado, que, que es lo que vamos a intentar, yo creo que ya nos vamos a quedar entre esos tres, cuatro posiciones ahí arriba e intentar pelear pues, por lo máximo, como siempre. Gracias. Gracias. Hola, igualmente. Hola, igualmente. Oye, eh, yo quisiera preguntarte sobre el partido contra, contra Colorado. Sabemos lo que fue el último antecedente contra Colorado Rapids, que no les favoreció a LA Galaxy. Pero ¿cómo, ¿cómo enfrentar este partido ahora que van, que van a patio ajeno? ¿Cómo enfrentarlo sabiendo de las necesidades que tiene usted en el Galaxy por escalar posiciones pese a que están en el cuarto puesto? Gracias. Bueno, pues como dije antes, yo creo que tomarlo con la misma mentalidad que tomamos el partido aquí en casa. Eh, como dije, yo creo que merecíamos mucho más en el partido aquí en Los Ángeles. El resultado no se dio, pero hay que sacar las cosas positivas. Fuimos superiores a ellos durante... La mayoría del partido eh, creamos muy buenas ocasiones, hicimos buen fútbol, el equipo estuvo muy bien defensivamente a pesar de encajar dos goles, pero hay que seguir con esa mentalidad. Es un partido muy importante, como tú bien has dicho, donde se va también a, a, a diferenciar por pequeñas cosas el partido, donde dos entrenadores que se conocen muy bien, dos equipos que intentamos jugar más o menos en el mismo estilo. Ellos tienen jugadores muy rápidos arriba que tenemos que tener cuidado 
a la hora de, de encajar goles y bueno, como dije, eh, tenemos, hemos podido trabajar estas dos semanas muy bien, con muy buena energía, con, muy, con mucha motivación y creo que vamos a encarar el partido el sábado con muchas ganas y, y bueno, como siempre decimos, eh, vamos a por los tres puntos, eh, por mucho que juguemos fuera no vamos a, a decir que vamos a estar contentos con un punto, vamos a conseguir tres puntos, si solo, luego se puede sacar uno pues siempre es positivo, pero a intentar ganar el partido y acercarnos más a ellos. Si me permite, Víctor, ¿cómo, ¿cómo viste en esta, en esta fecha FIFA el caso de Sebastián Sebastián de Jeff y cómo viste también a Jonas? Bueno, pues eh, han tenido partidos muy importantes, muy duros, eh, con viajes también complicados. Eh, Estados Unidos ayer yo creo que bueno, no tuvo un buen partido al principio, luego sacaron el resultado muy bien. Eh, también contento por ese lado por Sebastián porque está pasando unos, unas semanas muy complicadas con lo de su, con lo de su hermana. Eh, la familia, pues... Eh, yo creo que es complicado, pero bueno, se está, dando, se está dando cuenta todo el mundo que Sebastián es un profesional increíble, que siempre está al 100% y lo está demostrando tanto como con su club como con la selección. Y bueno, estamos siempre aquí apoyándolo al máximo. Y Jona, pues bueno, no pudo participar todo lo que quiso, supongo, por también tuvo unas pequeñas molestias. Ayer pudo jugar 45 minutos y bueno, eh, con ganas de tenerlos de vuelta, porque son jugadores muy importantes para nosotros y, y que tienen que estar preparados pues bueno, para una semana muy complicada que nos, que nos viene a partir del sábado. Gracias, Víctor.